Did you ever think that God's sitting on high looking down on you and dishonoring, disrespecting, not thinking much about you? You know, God said to me when I was just a teenager, He said, I told Joshua to do three things, that if he'd do those three things, that he would prosper and be healthy. At that time, I'd never heard anybody in my church talk about prosperity. I'd never talk about uh, anybody being successful. And God said, if you'll do those same three things, you will be prosperous, you will be successful. And so I immediately went to Joshua 1.8 to see what God told Joshua. And he said, talk like God, think like God, act like God. If you'll do those three things, you will be prosperous and you will have great success. It absolutely changed my life and it'll change your life. God said, don't let anything uh, uh, from this book of the law not depart from your mouth. Don't let anything come out your mouth but the word. In other words, talk like God. Then he said, meditate that day and night. I mean, not once in a while, not twice a day, but he said all the time, meditate the word of God day and night. And thirdly, he said that you may observe to do or to be a doer of the word, to do according to all that's written therein. And then you shall make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. That was just before I went into the mission fields permanently as an 18 year old kid. And it changed my life. And I've been all over the world, lived in the jungles, lived in deserts, lived everywhere, watched God do miracles. And he's prospered me and made me successful, kept me healthy, saved me. He'll do the same thing for you. Get in the word today and do those three things. In this powerful best-selling mini-book, God's Opinion of You, Terry Mize explains biblical foundations on how to receive and use the authority God has given you. A mini-book that fits in your pocket, but packs a big punch. You'll learn to see yourself how God sees you. Righteous, blessed, more than a conqueror. Get your copy today at terrymize.com. So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. God bless you and welcome today to More Than Conquerors program. Amen. We are just thrilled and delighted to be with you. And as always, we want to talk to you about these wonderful promises from the song we used to sing in, in uh, children's church, Little Kids, the B-I-B-L-E. B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the Word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. That's it. <laughs> I think the that's it. The one and it. only. The one and only. You know, those simple songs that just tell you the truth. I read a quote today from a, a well-known uh, writer that said that there are three things that uh, that you'll that you'll see soon that that are not soon hidden or that's it there are three things that are not soon hidden the sun the moon and the truth yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's where we are we're talking to you today about the truth but darling we're also excited about well, that G- you're, Jesus said about the bible it's truth 
It is truth. John thy 17, word, Father, thy word is truth. That's right. John it's not 17, hard to find the truth. 17. And not hard to remember that verse either. John 17, 17. Thy word is truth. How many times have you said that in your lifetime? Oh, you know, <laughs> Tens of thousands. And 55 years on the mission field. We're, we're so excited. Um, Terry has, has used this truth from the word of God. Second um, Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. That. Um, you need to learn how to cast down imaginations. You need to know how to arrest a thought. You need to know how to cast down the thought, the imagination the that that thought brought. Mm -hmm. The thought brought the imagination. And then if you're already in trouble with an imagination being a stronghold, become having become a stronghold, then you need to know what to do. Absolutely. And so it's it's like you said in the earlier program, uh, Christians have the most marvelous position because we're not cloned. We're not a groupthink dynamic. Everybody is left with their own identity. Right, right. So you also are left with your own responsibility to have uh, personal housekeeping 24-7 mm -hmm. over your own soul. Yes. On the last program, you talked a lot about um, your own soul and um, how you had to really uh, pay attention to what you're thinking sure. and that uh, how it's written there in 2 Corinthians 10, Terry, that you have to arrest that thought and you can't let it turn into an imagination and you cannot allow uh, yourself to, you know, let it become a stronghold. But you talked a lot about how um, the devil participates in your, with your, tries to put, influence your soul with these thoughts. Of course. What else is he going to do? Yeah. He can only use thoughts and words, you know. And on the mission field, you've seen that happen with so many demon-possessed people. Oh, yes, of With course. so many people that didn't, and, and Christians who didn't have teaching, mm -hmm. you know. Sure. And so just kind of say three or four things here, what you felt like it was the importance of you using that in missions, sure. you know, when you were in out there, you know, ministering to people. Right. Well, we've been taking excerpts out of my new book, putting yes. down strongholds on these last several programs. It's just about to be released. You're but gonna I, like but it. I've got some yeah. chapters yeah. that we just pull some things out of. Uh, because it's so vital yes. that, that Christians understand and know how to right. bring every thought into captivity, to arrest it like a dangerous criminal, the original language right. says, and, uh, and to cast down any imagination right. and then to pull down a stronghold. Because if you, if you entertain that thought, just keep letting it come back and right. come back and enter, giving it thought, giving it place, giving it entertainment, it turns into a, to a imagination. And then if you get the imagination going, you give that some entertainment and you entertain it and give it some time yeah. and you imagine, hey, what if this? Well, what if? Well, maybe yeah, so. Right, well, what? Right. And then that thing can become a stronghold. And that's what the Apostle Paul was writing to the Corinthian I, church about, saying you have got to yeah. arrest a thought. That and, tries to, and that's and the I, qualifying and, thing, that and, tries to exalt and, itself. Mm -hmm. Against the knowledge every of God. Every high thing. Every high every thing. Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge, knowledge of God. Knowledge of God. Even something Those as simple thoughts. as saying, uh, 
oh, 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 you're going to get COVID, or you're going to get the flu, or you're going to get sick. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a high thing. Yeah. It's trying to exalt itself exactly. over the knowledge of God that says, by his stripes you were healed. Right. Himself bore our infirmities and carried our sickness, sorrows, and disease. Uh, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse, the curse of the law, of the law. <laughs> being made a curse for us. Yeah. For it's written, cursed that everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham Hallelujah. might come on the Gentiles, that we might receive the promise, promise of the Spirit through faith. And faith. in verse 29, Galatians chapter 3, says, if you belong to Christ, you're Abraham's seed and, court and heirs According to the promise. To the promise. So, so every sickness, and in Deuteronomy 28 and verse 61, right. now, now in the earlier verses in Deuteronomy 28, it lists curses, just curse after curse, eye yes. trouble, uh, uh, heart trouble, leg trouble. Uh, it just lists tro- all these diseases. And then it's so cool that it gets down to verse 61, and it says, now everything has already everything. been listed, we've been talking yeah. about, it's under the curse, but anything that ever gets invented in the future, yeah. anything the devil comes up with in the future, that's also under the curse. So you're Thank free God. from it. If Jesus redeemed me from it, and this is under the curse, well, ergo some... Uh, right. I'm immune to it. I'm free from it. And those are, that's the thought you have to cast down. Right. And any, any thought that comes and says you're not healed, the curse don't thoughts. entertain that. Yeah. Don't imagine that. Right. Well, what would happen if I had cancer? What would I do? What would my wife do? Oh, what would my right. husband do? What about my job? What would happen? Do I have insurance? And you, those thoughts entertained become right. imaginations. And those imaginations entertained are given time to, given place, become a stronghold. And, and you get in trouble. And Paul said, when it's a thought, you right. just need to rest it. Just well, arrest it's, it. It's like, but then it turns into imagination. You've got to cast it down. Exactly. And then it turns into a stronghold. You've got to pull that thing down and oh, get rid of it. that's right. And, and so overseas, to your question was how I would deal with it overseas. I, I go into countries that that have strongholds over them. Yes. You know, and I said the last program, I believe it was last week, I said most people, when they see the word pulling down strongholds, they immediately think demons, devils. Uh, demon possession, uh, deliverance ministry, casting out devils, that sort of thing. And, and there certainly is that part of it. Right. But that's not all there is to it. It's also right. what I said last week that Paul's talking about you just doing personal housekeeping. Right. Where, as Brother Hagen told us, you, can, you can't stop a bird from flying over your head, but you can stop him from building a nest in your hair. Exactly. So you don't, you don't just let that thought have place. You don't let that That's imagination right. have place. That's right. And we said last week that to, it's really simple to deal with it. When a thought comes, it's against God that's exalting itself against mm-hmm. God that's not in agreement with the Word of God that's bringing thoughts of fear or doubt or torment or, or unbelief or, or, you know, uh, offense or unforgiving, any, any thought Anything. that's yeah. against God's Word, right. then all you have to really do is just open your mouth and speak. Yes. Uh, the word of God that, that contradicts that. No, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. That's no, right. all my needs are made according to God's grace and glory by Christ Jesus. Yeah, but your children, no, my children are taught and obedient to the Lord and great is their peace exactly. and undisturbed composure. Well, yeah. yeah, and so just anything you bring back, you speak the word that deals with that subject. Right. Then the second thing you need to do is run that devil off that brought you yes. the word. Yes. So if you're standing, sitting right. laying there at night in bed or watching TV or, doing, or at dinner or whatever, and that thought comes, some devil came and whispered that in your ear, you, you tell that devil to go somewhere else. That's right. And then thirdly, to worship the Lord. Thank you, Father. I don't have to put up that. Thank you, Father. That's not going to happen right. to me. That's not going to happen to my kids. I, I worship you. I give you right. glory and honor and pray. Thank you. Lord. Yeah, that's an easy way to deal with it. 
Well, it is. And uh, the, the, the thing that you and I have talked about so much, too, and, and we've had people call and ask us to pray for things like this, is that I've had a pain in my back or sure. I've had a pain in my heart sure. or in my somewhere in my body. And sure. I wonder if I have uh, heart disease or I have cancer or sure. I'm going to have to have back surgery. Sure. You know, that thought that comes to you mm-hmm. and says you're you're going to have to have or if a doctor gives you a bad report. Bad report. Um, then you think about it. Yeah. And you lay around and imagine it. What if that's true? Yeah. It's it's the it really is a, a personal housekeeping responsibility yes, that every Christian must take. And because nobody's going to pray for you like you are. I think it's interesting also that I, I brought up last week that that the word strongholds mentioned over fifty times. Yes. In the Old Testament. That's. And only once in the New Testament. Only once in the New Testament. In the 50 times in the Old Testament, uh, it's talking about a particular place, a physical location. It's a a cliff, a a geographical location. (laughs) It's a cliff. It's a a fortress. It's a citadel. It's a castle. It's something easily defended. It's something hard to take. And so so it's a military strategy. But in the New Testament, Paul brings it down to the to the to personal housekeeping. Right. And he said, this is you, you dealing with thoughts and you dealing with stronghold, right. uh, something in your mind. Because again, we said last week, you are a spirit. Yes. You have a, have soul, a soul and you live in a body. Live in a body. You know, it, and people don't understand that we're a triune being, a three-part being. That we're, we're Our body's not the real us. Our body's right. going to die one of these days. Yeah. Now, the reason we bury a body and we love a body and we cry with the body is because that's what we... That's how we contacted that person. Right. You know, with me and you being married, I mean, you know, I, I contact you. I rub yes. your hands. You right. Know, I, you right. know, I kiss your lips. I, we, yeah. I, we hug. We, yeah. you know, right. There's a contact there. And you come right. by, pat you. And, you know, I, I contact your body. Right. But but your body's not you. Right. The spirit man's you. Exactly. But the body's what we use to contact. So whenever we bury that body, we're sad. We cry. Right. You know, we right. want to touch them. And, of course, they, they don't feel right. They feel cold <laughs> when they're dead, you know, My because, goodness, because yes. the life's gone. You're gone. You're not right. there anymore. But yet that's how we connect. That, that's what we think of when we envision you in our mind, that we, we see the body. We see the the, the that image we're used to all those years. It's almost That's like people don't understand spirit soul body. I, I've likened it so many times, Renee, to to a dog. Right. You know, animals uh, aren't spirit beings, right. they're soulish beings. Right. You know, they operate out of the soulish realm. Exactly. We're not supposed to operate out of the soulish realm. Right. We're supposed to operate out of our spirit. But right. if you've got a big old German shepherd dog and he's in your backyard. Yeah. He's going to operate out of his soul. His mm-hmm. soul is what? Mind, emotions, and will. Right. Mind, emotions, and will. That's your soul. That's such a good and example. And so if an intruder starts to come climb over the back fence, that dog smells him, he hears him, right. he sees him, and 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 his his reasoning or his mind goes into effect and says, I don't know you. Right. You're a stranger. Stranger danger. You're trying to come in my backyard. <laughs> yes. So he thinks that through with his mind. Mm. And then if you keep coming, then his emotions get involved. Yes. And I mean, the hair will stand right along, up on his back, right just up on that ridge line on his yes. back. The hair will yeah, stand up. His ears up. are up. His ears will be up. He'll, he'll, be, he'll bury his, his lips and show his teeth. Yeah. He'll emit this low growl. Yeah. You know, and so he's got his mind working. He's got his emotions working. And then if you persist in coming and actually get in the backyard, then his will kicks in. And he will bite you. Yeah. So that's emotion. That's mind, emotions, and, and will. And his body. Is, and, and so he's that. He's going to throw it at you. That's, that's, and, and that's how 
animals operate. That's why the beast uh, in the book of Revelation, the the, the Antichrist, yeah. is called the beast is because he's going to be a super soul. Super soul. He's yes. going to he'll have a super mind, a super intellect, a super emotion, a super right. will. And uh, and he'll impose that will on lots and lots of people. He'll fool lots of people. Uh, but he's going to operate not out of his spirit. He's going right. to operate out of his soul. That's amazing. And you're called to operate out of your spirit. No, and that's that's the advantage that we have for the what the scripture also that says for the weapons of our warfare yeah, are yeah, not exactly, carnal. Exactly. Which is, our, which is our, t- our text, 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 10, 10 3, 4, and 5. 3, 4, and 5 there, that the weapons of our warfare are not they're carnal. Not carnal. They're we not are carnal, not but they're limited. God. Yeah, we are not limited uh, to a, a physical fight. Right. Now, in the Old Testament, they were, they were trained and skilled to enter into that physical fight because there wasn't that... Yeah. That realm of the spirit yeah, revealed yeah. yet, yeah. but he now said we walk in the flesh, but we don't. Yeah. We don't operate that way. We don't operate that we way. We don't war after the flesh. My goodness gracious! We war gracious. with supernatural uh, armor. And if I were armaments, if you and I were in the military, mm-hmm. uh, we wouldn't mind taking up a gun or taking up a weapon or being sure. trained in weaponry sure. and any sure. of those kind of things. But our first response is, yeah, you've been there, done that. Our first response is going to be take authority in the spirit. Exactly. Pull down a stronghold exactly. of fear. Exactly. Just like you said that time uh, when that hitchhiker got in the car with you, you said you rebuked fear yeah. when he said he was going to kill sure. you. You said you were more concerned about the fear. Oh, much more so. Than you were about his gun. Sure, because fear gets you killed. Yeah, the fear side of that will get you demon. killed. Fear, the Bible says, has torment. Isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. You know, and people, so many times we have been so ignorant about the soul realm and the and the responsibility that God gives us really over the soul and the body. Sure. The spirit belongs to the Lord. The sure. spirit of man is sure, the candle sure, of the sure, Lord, sure. Proverbs says. And then he talks about the main thing he talks to us about is cry out for insight, raise your voice for understanding. Renew your mind to the Word of God. Sure. Put your passions, put your focus on changing your thoughts. Pull down imaginations. Cast down imaginations. Arrest thoughts. Sure. I mean, God puts a lot of responsibility on the believer individually. Well, yeah, absolutely. You know? It's up even, to you to do personal housekeeping. That's it. And even over in James 5 where it says, you know, if you're married, sing songs. If you're afflicted. Pray, because right. you're going to be the you're going to have more concern and be more invested in your life than trying to get 15 other people to pray sure. for you. You yeah. know, uh, so, so there there is that focus for the believer that you found traveling the world. That if you didn't know how to cast down imaginations, Terry, you'd have never left your bedroom. Oh no, of course, of you course. know. And, and I always wonder about Christians and missionaries. Yeah. Don't know what we call the word of faith. They, right. they don't. They've been taught denominational, and I'm not putting denominations down. It's just they 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 don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They don't believe in healing. They don't believe in the gifts of the Spirit. Right. There's a lot of stuff they don't know. And then they've just heard old traditional messages about, well, God makes you sick, or God teaches you a lesson, or God, well, God puts cancer Catholics, on Well, Pentecostals, Catholics, just about everybody heart. taught that. Sure. You know? So of course. Everybody taught it for years. Yeah. But but I'm always amazed at the ones that go and stick it out and stay anyway. Yes. And, and, and get, all the, get all the persecution and all the problems and all the garbage and all the junk. <laughs> and they don't even. And, and they think yeah. God did it, and they yeah. still stay. And I mean, they they're still faithful. Stay. They're committed. My goodness gracious. But yet they can do so much more if they learn what we're talking about, how to right. pull down those 
strongholds. That's right. How to take authority, how to take dominion, how to use spiritual authority, how to use the name of Jesus, how to use those weapons of our warfare that are not right. carnal, but they right. are mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. When, when you've been on the mission field and used this, what 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 do you do? How do you? How, what does that well, you look know, you've like? You've heard me say a lot of times that I win I win the battles here yes, before I ever go there. Exactly. So if I'm going to do a crusade in India or Africa or right. Southeast Asia or wherever, I, I, I bathe it in prayer here. Exactly. Brother Osteen used to say about to us so many times about everything. He'd say, just set it on the back burner and simmer it simmer in prayer. Simmer prayer. You know, <laughs> yeah. just, just, I mean, just, just let it simmer there for several weeks. Just, just, right. just, just keep that prayer going about it all the time. Yeah. And you're listening to the Holy Ghost and you're by, you know, certain spirits rule in certain areas. Right. You know, you know where witchcraft's really strong. You know where uh, uh, sex and incest and, is really strong. And see, deep calls to deep. So certain demons run together. Right. So witchcraft will always run together with incest. Anytime you right. find tribal tribal people anywhere in the world, even in Alaska or Canada, yeah. if you find tribe, tribes, you're going to find darkness. You're going to find incest. Mm-hmm. You're going to find witchcraft. You're going to find usually alcoholism. Yeah, those, those go together. Things like that. Uh, and so different yeah. different countries, you're going to find different demons. Right. But yet they all they all run together and they all call right. each other. So once you find one demon, you say, "Well, I know who his friends are, so I better deal with." them too. Right. So 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 I'm praying oh here before I go there. Yeah. I don't want to wait till I get there to do my crusade and then say, oh I better pray. No, 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 no. I want to win this battle here. Right. In the comfort of my own home. Right. You know, with decent food and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then when I get there, I'm just going to walk out what I've already prayed. And, well, and, I, and, you, I, and I'm you, taking authority and telling the demons, by the way, I'm coming to your country. I'm coming. You know, and, and, and heaven's coming with me. <laughs> I've always been so impressed with you that whenever, whatever country we went to, you already knew the lay of the land. You had looked at a map. Oh, yeah. You had oh, prayed yeah. over a map. Well, reconnoitering, yeah. scouting. You had, you had looked at where things are going to be and sure. how things are going to be laid out. And I, we can't impress the value of know your geography and pray in tongues a lot. Sure. You know, know, to your know, enemy. know your enemy. Sure, absolutely. You don't want to just walk into someplace blindly. You know, a number of years ago, I was invited to come to the Khyber Pass in, uh, you know, Afghanistan. And that's one of the most dangerous places in the world. Yes, yes. And uh, uh, and I agreed to go. And my wife, Jackie, wasn't too happy about it. And so yeah, my friends really? weren't too happy about it. But I agreed to go. And, uh, and of course, I was going to have to just... Been such just, a stronghold I was going to have to just get in and preach and get out. Yeah, right. And, and so that was the plan. But, man, I had prayed about it. I prayed, uh, you know, I, I knew the lay of the land. I knew what I was dealing with. I knew the demons that were there. Yeah. You know, I knew people wouldn't be trying to kill me. I knew that Islam was strong. I knew that, uh, you know, and, and then they, they wouldn't let us go in. They canceled the trip. And uh, another time I actually had, I won't, I won't name names or get too detailed about this, but another time I even had the Pentagon. Some of the top military men in the world uh, asked me if I'd go to Afghanistan and, and, right. and Iraq yeah. and uh, preach out in combat areas. If I'd preach to the combat troops, if I'd actually they'd fly me in in a Black Hawk helicopter and preach to the combat troops. And I said, yes, I will. So I started praying then. Right. And again, that that fell through because when they asked me, you know, uh, George Bush W. was president. And then as we were going, then Mr. Obama came in and he, he shut it down and said, no, you can't do that. Uh, so they told me, well, you can still go to Baghdad and have a USO type show. And, and I said, no, I, I, I would go out in combat and do it. But, but yet I, I didn't take that on frivolously. 
Right. You know, I, it wasn't like I'm going to wait till I get there with people shooting at me in combat right. uh, before I pray. You know, I'm going to win that battle here that I, that I have spiritual authority now, that I'm protected now, that no bullet's going to hit me now, that no, no assassin's going to hit me, you know. Right. So anyway. When you were in zombie, um, Zimbabwe, <laughs> um, the you story. A new country, Zambia. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. I was thinking Zambia, Zimbabwe. Zambia, Zimbabwe. Right, right. Um, Maybe. The, uh, Zim when you were in Zimbabwe, we don't have time for you to tell the whole thing, but, you know, there was such fear in that crowd because of the drought. Because of a horrible drought. Horrible drought that they had had, and they only had 30 something days right. before it said they were all going to die. You're all going to die. And, uh, and the Lord led you not only to go over there, uh, under a different dynamic than what you were used to and preferred to mm -hmm, go with mm -hmm. and still ended up being there and, and commanding it to rain. And it did while you sure, were there within sure. the 24 hours, sure. you prophesied and said yeah. it would. But, but the fear that was on those people was got on the preachers. Tangible fear. <laughs> got on the preachers oh, yeah, of that yeah. country. The preachers were preaching fear. And the preachers were preaching fear. And Friends then, of mine, men that I knew. Yeah. And they were saying that God's judgment is coming on us mm -hmm. and we're all going to die, die and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, what we have to stand up and say many times is not the popular thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe you might be the only one in your family that that knows how to cast down imaginations, sure. take authority. But you have to start with yourself first. Right. You're not going to be able to start with the, the group sure. thing. Well, you know, I've told <laughs> you, you know? the story about being in, in 1976, being in Guatemala, horrible earthquake. Yeah. And the greatest witch doctor, the most famous one in Central America, right. said there's going to be another, not not aftershock, but several more quakes greater right. than the first one. People are going to die. Right. And, and I went to a missionary's house and, and about 20 missionaries sitting around his house talking. They were all scared out of their minds. Made me so mad. I said, I decree as a man of God. I said, I can't believe you're listening to a witch doctor. I decree there yeah. will be another, not even aftershock. From this point, there'll be nothing. Right. And, right. and it came to pass. Well, and what because you have to you've got to pull down that stronghold, and you can't let those words enter your ears oh, no. and then get into your mind. No, no, no. I've told you so many times. I'm so glad I started yelling back at the TV in the sure, early '80s. Sure. You know that they'd come on and just say, "And this has been 40 years of the sure, news media sure. trying to really brainwash America no, of course, of course. into this kind of fear and government control and all of these things." I mean, they've been. They've been working together. They're still doing it. Yes, to, to bring about what we're dealing with today. And that's why we have to teach people how to cast down those imaginations. Talk back to Absolutely. the TV. Absolutely. Talk Absolutely. back to hell and Absolutely. and say, not for me. You better get on your faith because I yeah. tell you, people are just, not, you know, Bill Gates is saying he wants to kill half the world's population. Right. Uh, uh, John Kerry just came out and said, oh, we're going to hit 10 billion and, and the world can't sustain that. we got to get rid of half of them. Well, <laughs> we better start pulling down some strongholds. Somebody, yeah, we're we've got, totally we've got to go here, but we just, you know, are doing everything we know to do, uh, writing, re reading, <laughs> you know, doing, um, programs like this to help you understand that it, it has to be by your hand that Absolutely. success comes out of your own mouth. Amen. And so that's why we're always telling you things that's like me and my house. Yeah, we're going to serve the Lord. We're we are more than conquerors. Nay, amid all these things that are going on around us, we're more than conquerors. And so we just want to leave you with that today. Go read these verses Terry's talking about and we'll t see you next time. And always remember you are more than, More than conquerors. Bye-bye. I recently did a message 
uh, at a church that uh, the pastors had asked me to minister on the supernatural, on the miraculous. And uh, Renee and I both felt like that the Holy Spirit just showed up and, and it did it a good job. Uh, we called it, uh, where are you from? You know, are you from this this world here? Are you from the heavenly world? And, and I think it, you get a hold of it, it'll bless you, it'll minister to you, and uh, you'll learn some things about miracles. Well, it was so profound in that uh, we have to realize that we are living in a realm where we're surrounded by the natural, but yet we're called upon, Terry, like you taught, to live out of the supernatural absolutely, realm. Absolutely. And I think you probably hadn't heard anything like this before. I asked some pretty pointed questions that uh, I think will be a blessing to you. Sure will. The details are on the screen on how you can get it. Order the CD with shipping and handling or download instantly at terrymize.com.